The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Make sure you've got something you're looking forward to in the next week or so, because, you know, life should be enjoyed. You don't need to wait for weekends. You don't need to wait for vacation. You can enjoy life as it is now, even amid all the chaos that many of us do experience. Welcome back to the Next Big Idea Daily. It's Friday, and Fridays are special, according to my guest, the time management expert, Laura Vanderkamp. Why? Well, we usually think of Fridays as the end of the work week, and for many of us, they are. But they're also the ideal day to plan out the following week. If you can set aside just a little time today to think about what you want to happen next week, you may find that week by week, your life becomes more productive, more memorable, more fulfilling. Here's Laura to explain how to do it. Each Friday, take a few minutes to look at the upcoming week and identify your top priorities in three categories, career, relationships, self. Ask yourself what's important, not just what's happening. Figure out where these things can go. Then figure out what else needs to happen in your life. Navigate any logistical challenges. Make sure there is something that you are looking forward to. Offload anything that doesn't make sense and you will feel prepared to meet the week ahead. Now, this rule really encompasses two parts. The first, to plan, is the most important. Everyone needs a designated weekly planning time. People sometimes ask me that terrible question of how I do it all, and I don't know that I do. But any success I have in that regard is due to my weekly planning session. But as for Fridays, If you work a Monday to Friday schedule, Friday is what an economist might call a low opportunity cost time. It is hard to start anything new on Friday afternoons. But we might be willing to think about what future us should be doing. And by taking a few minutes to plan the week ahead, we can turn what might be wasted time into some of our most productive minutes of the week. Planning on Fridays can also improve your weekends. Even people who like their jobs can feel a little trepidation on Sunday nights when they don't know what's waiting for them on Monday morning. End Friday with a plan and you can relax. It is as simple as that. Before we talk about Fridays in particular, let's talk about the idea of planning the week. I, I would love to get a look at your weekly schedule. I'm curious how stacked it is. Is it a real time log where you know every hour of the day is sort of accounted for? Are you folding in your big adventure, your little adventure, your night for yourself? Tell me what your planning looks like. So I definitely think that the week is the right unit of time to plan. It is long enough that you can plan holistically, right? And not just deal with the crises of each individual day. However, it is short enough 
that you can plan with reasonable certainty. Like, I mean, mm. if you're trying to plan something two years from now, good luck. Right. <laughs> you know, who knows what's going what's gonna to happen in the next two years. But the next week, you know, it's, it's pretty certain. Like, the, the parameters are well known. You know what's going on in your life. You know the general responsibilities. So you can plan the next week or so with, with reasonable certainty. So I want to plan the week as a whole. So I sit down. I look at the upcoming week, my calendar. I make myself a priority list for the upcoming week. And I tend to think of it in three categories, career, Mm -hmm. relationships, and self. So what is most important for me to do professionally over the next seven days or so? What do I want to do with family and friends in the next seven days or so? Or what is most important that's happening with my family and friends that I need to be aware of during that time? And then self, you know, what am I doing that I'm looking forward to that will make, you know, advance my own mental, spiritual, physical, whatever, health over, mm-hmm. over the next seven days? And so I just make a couple of priorities in each of these categories and think roughly about where they're going to go. Sometimes it's things that's already on the calendar. Like mm-hmm. if I have a meeting with a child's teacher, that's probably already on the calendar for the upcoming week. So I can make a note of that, where that is, know that as a priority, be aware of it. But it might be something I need to schedule in. Like, oh, I would really like to go see this botanical garden with a friend. So let me try to set that up in the, in the next week and then figure out where that goes. Then, you know, I look at what is already going on during the week, whatever has already wound up on the calendar that I've put there in the past and, you know, what needs to get done this week. What are my commitments and obligations for the week? I look to see if there's anything I need to do to prepare for that Mm -hmm. or there are any logistical challenges that need to be solved. Like, oh, child X is going away for... Friday to Sunday, and child X also has a voice lesson on Friday, so probably that should be canceled. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when I sort of see that in, in the planning process and can make the appropriate next steps. Look to see if there's anything that needs to be gotten rid of. I always encourage people to triage their calendar, and if there's something that you truly don't want to do and doesn't have to happen, maybe you can get rid of it. Right. Uh, maybe it can take less time or, you know, maybe there's a meeting that's been rescheduled five times and you need to be the brave one to just put it out of its misery and say it's not happening. And make sure you've got something you're looking forward to uh, mm-hmm. in the next week or so, because, you know, life should be enjoyed. So if it looks like all a slog, that's a problem. <laughs> so yeah. figure out if there's something cool that you could put in. Yeah. So this is a chance to activate some of the other ideas you gave us about big adventures, little adventures, a night for yourself. Even maybe planning some moments of effortful fun in your week exactly. could go into this. Yeah. So w- when you say holistically, I think that is important, right? That we don't want to like find ourselves in a week where we're just work, 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 work. And we sort of forgot to do the other things. We forgot to make time to call our parents or check in with a friend or go to the gym, whatever it is that that when I look at my week coming up, I should see if I color coded it according to those three categories, I would see a nice mix of colors. Yeah. And I would point out, actually, it can sometimes go the other way too. And again, I write for many times people who have young families and and there can be many family related commitments during a week, right? And if you see that you have a lot of that and you actually may not have enough time for all your professional commitments, then you need to triage that as well. It's like, oh, well, 
actually, I will need to probably work late on Wednesday night and, you know, arrange the coverage for that, given that I'm covering a pediatrician appointment on Tuesday morning and an orthodontist appointment on Thursday afternoon, and there's a performance at the kid's school on Friday. Like, looking at the week holistically, you can see that and see that you may need to build in extra time for your work priorities rather than just getting to Friday and being like, I didn't do this thing that absolutely has to happen. And everything's just terrible and chaotic. The way I sometimes find myself thinking about this is I only need to be smart one time per week. I need to be smart when I'm planning the week. And the rest of the week, my job is not to be smart. It's to be dumb and just follow the plan that I laid out for the week so that I'm not constantly having to decide, you know, second guessing like, oh, should I go out with friends tonight or should I, is this a night I need to get to bed early? There's a decision fatigue that can happen if you leave these things unplanned and you sort of figure them out as you go along. And, and it just creates a lot more stress. If I, if I know that if I've made a good plan for myself that involves some relaxation, some self-care, some exercise, along with all my work commitments and my family commitments, then I probably don't need to, to break that pattern too often. Yeah. And, and I appreciate that you said, you know, builds in time to relax, builds in fun things as well. I think some people have a bit of a block against this idea of planning. They don't like it much. Right. And that's because they associate it only with work. But the truth is, if you are a responsible person, you're going to do the things that you have to do. Planning is about making sure there is time for the things you want to do as well. And if you have a good plan, you know that the things that have to happen are covered, and so you can enjoy your downtime guilt-free. And so I think that's a major upside of planning as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I, real, I realized the benefit of this largely when I was um, doing a particular kind of exercise training. I was training for a triathlon, and um, I found that the only way for me to do it was to really schedule these workouts in very specific ways, you know, so I knew when I was swimming and when I was biking and I had to have all the gear. It, it was logistically kind of challenging and it got me out of the habit of just saying, okay, what should I do for exercise today? No, I just had to look at my plan and do exactly that. And I found that benefits me in other areas other than exercise too. Yeah, no, having a good intention can massively increase the chances that we spend time in ways that in the abstract we would want to. And, and planning in terms of a week also makes sure that we're not stacking too much up on any given day or that we run into obstacles that didn't need to be there if we had been a little bit more proactive about it. You know, if you see that you have something big due on Thursday, but Wednesday is already completely blocked up with stuff, well, then you know that you should carve out time Monday and Tuesday to deal with it. Whereas if you're not looking at the week holistically, you won't see that. And you'll wind up in this, this massive crunch on Wednesday that, that truly did not have to happen. And why are you so specific about Fridays? And in fact, Friday afternoons, I think, is your recommendation. Friday afternoon, many people who have kind of Monday through Friday sort of jobs are not doing much of consequence by that point. Mm -hmm. They are sliding into the weekend. It is very hard to start anything new. Mm -hmm. So that time could very easily be wasted. So if it would be wasted, why not repurpose it for planning? Uh, and then you can turn some, what might be wasted time into some of your most productive minutes of the week. Let's just go back to the big picture for a second. What are you hoping to give people with this? When you get feedback from your readers who've tried these things, what are the most kind of dramatic changes that people have gone through as they've employed these tactics in their life? So 
I'm hoping that people will feel that they have a couple of doable habits that will allow them to enjoy life more. And there are nine rules. You don't have to start with all nine right at once. If you Mm want to layer them in, the people in the Tranquility by Tuesday project learned once a week, and that might be a good pace that, you know, this week I'm going to work on getting the bedtime established. And once I do that, then I can start planning on Fridays. And once I do that, then I'm start moving by 3 p.m. and so forth, that they kind of build on each other. But I do feel that your sense of time satisfaction will rise significantly, that you will feel like life is more doable, life is more joyful, even on an average Tuesday. You don't need to wait for weekends. You don't need to wait for vacation. You can enjoy life as it is now, even amid all the chaos that many of us do experience. So yeah, that's always my my goal with what I'm I'm hoping that people will will get out of it. Well, great. Thank you, Laura. It is Friday today, so I'd like to give you time to get to your afternoon of planning and myself and our listeners, too. Hopefully, having listened to this today on a Friday, they might be able to try this tip right away and plan their next week in an intentional way. That would be great. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining me, and it was great talking to you. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you had a good week with us on the next Big Idea Daily, maybe even a great week. And I hope you get a chance to take a little time today to plan out your next week. What's your consistent bedtime going to be? What big and small adventures could you have? Do you have a good mix of career activities, relationship activities, and personal activities planned? Give it a try and let us know how it goes. You can subscribe to our newsletter using the link in our episode notes, which will let you give us feedback and provide you with the best nonfiction ideas in your inbox once a week. This week's episodes were written and produced by me, Michael Kovnat. Kayla Bissinger and Rufus Griscom are the executive producers. Sound editing was by Emily Rostick. The Next Big Idea Daily is a proud member of the LinkedIn Podcast Network. Hope you'll join us next week.